This is for the nerds, this is for the brainiacs, this is what we deserve. Go ahead and play it back, you ain't gonna touch me, you not gonna do nothing, you are not above me, I bet you wish you was me, I know that I know. What's up everybody, welcome to another episode of the Only Friends Podcast. It's Wednesday, thought we'd do something a little bit different today and uh... We might actually talk about a little bit of poker. Wow. I know. It's a strange one. As always, I'm joined by my fantastic crew of misfits. Uh, the one and only Poo Dog. The La Manager. Angry, angry Conrad. Conrad is an angry man today. Yeah. And uh, young Landon Tice is joining me in the co-pilot seat. I don't know how I feel about this intro. <laughs> well, oh, shit. Say fashionable. Fashionable. <laughs> <laughs> I, I actually do like that hoodie a lot. Um, fuck who likes the hoodie? I think you look. I think you look good in a black hoodie. Yeah, it's a cool. Uh, also, no. shout out Nirvana. Look. Assuming you know you have any idea who they are. Last time I wore this sweatshirt, I got asked if I could name three songs. I'm not gonna go back to that again. Could you or could you not? Sounds like no. You could. Yeah, I've listened to songs, so hmm. you know. I mean, that'd, I be, like, this, that'd be uh, like someone asking you, "Can you name three Doors songs?" Yeah, of course. Yeah, so it's not that. No, I, I wasn't like shocked that he could. I was just <laughs> no hopeful a, that wow. he could. Think about that. The Nirvana to him is like like any '70s band to us. Think about that. Uh, I think that the three that come to your mind though say a lot about you. Mm, okay. Man. So what, mine what? would be Heart Shaped Box, Come As You Are, and Rape Me. <laughs> okay. I mean, um, we might need to bleep that out. No, I mean it's a song. Yeah. It, yeah. Were there were, were all three of those off the uh, was it Utero album? I or think so. In Utero, Nevermind. No, no, Nevermind was the, the original. Nevermind was the one with the baby, which oh. was Smells Like Teen Spirit. That may have had uh, what was the third one you said? Right. Sorry, the second one. <laughs> the second <laughs> yeah. one. Come as you are. Come as you are. Yeah, that had come as you that are. That was on, on it. the yeah baby one. Yeah, but I feel like uh, I know Heart Shape Box was for sure in Utero, and maybe also. Yeah, that. Yeah. So like you're a little bit, you're you're not you're not uh with the origins of Nirvana. You're a little bit more later Nirvana. Yeah. Darker Nirvana. Ang yeah. Makes sense. Angsty Nirvana. Yeah. Angsty Nirvana. Heart shaped box, my favorite. I remember watching that video as a kid. That and SoundCloud or SoundCloud. Jesus Fuck. Christ. I know it's Soundgarden. 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 Black, right? Black, Black, Black hole sun. Yep, Bro, there it what is. a weird video. Yeah. yeah. Even I've seen that one. Yeah. Like With the fish and the. Smiling faces and so many things. The woman putting lipstick mm -hmm. like all the way up around her. And the, the crazy thing is, is like, you know, you're a kid watching it, so you're 10, 12, whatever. You don't understand how fucked up adults are yet. Like, you just think of them you as. Think they're, you think they're being silly. Well, no, not even. I mean, you, you recognize that that's weird, but you yeah. think it's like some alternative reality that doesn't really exist oh, in the real world. Uh -huh. And then you grow up and you just see like shit like that posted on instagram every day while they're at burning man just hanging out <laughs> mm -hmm. it's just like oh this is actually what adults do did you know the kid from the nevermind cover tried to sue mm -hmm. nirvana really he lost but yeah for using his likeness mm. on their cover that wasn't that wasn't like a posed picture well yeah it like I, I mean like his parents didn't agree to it they at the did, time yeah. oh okay so he lost yeah yeah. Right. So there's no, there's no, nothing really. To well, talk he tried. About. Yeah. He did. Yeah. He made a whole thing about it. He was like, "This is, you know, inappropriate because I'm." Yeah. Naked. Well, he's saying it like child pornography yeah. or something. He was like trying that. to make yeah. it this whole thing. 
Yeah. Yeah, weird times, right? Like, there was, a, there was a point of innocence in my life where a naked baby did not represent anything sexual. I know. Mm. The internet's I, tainted us all. Yeah, I miss, I miss like those Like, when days. I have kids, I will not post their pictures online. It, it's so crazy. Like, uh, this is a total afterthought to me. I'm not a dad, obviously. But it's crazy to hear, like, moms talk about uh, the ethics behind actually posting photos of your child yeah, well, as they grow. There was a whole YouTube video about this this guy took because you know how youtube added um the most watched things mm -hmm. like how pornhub has so they <laughs> sure. this, good parallel this guy yeah. uh looked through those on these family vlog channels and the most like the highest spikes were when it was like kids feet showing or like kids fuck? yeah so i will not post my kids online yeah. i i didn't even hear it for those reasons i heard it more so for uh like trafficking reasons oh because because they'll find you well uh, you know obviously like the more the more easily recognized you are as the parent the easier found your child will be uh so i imagine this is a bigger problem for anybody who has like a social platform to begin with or a social profile i should say um <clears throat> but but yeah i mean like this this idea of child trafficking is a thing mm -hmm. it's it's happening and Instagram, Facebook, those types of like photo websites are just kind of being yeah. used as a marketplace. They, I'm pretty sure um, this is a bigger thing out of the country. A lot of probably yeah. There's a lot of like photo album apps now that are out where you just share it with your your you know your friends, your family, whoever mm -hmm. you want. I think that's that's the route that most um, parents are going as yeah. far as sharing pictures with. So wow. So you don't just send it out to everybody in the world. You just send it out to you know the people you who. Yeah, but like, uh, just want to. pick that sentence apart for a second. Like, imagine the, the only reason we didn't send photos of our family and friends and things like that out to the entire world is because nobody fucking cared right. 20 years ago. Yeah, yeah, right. no one, now we're right. doing it for safety reasons. Yeah. Like, this is maddening. What have we become? It's a poker, huh? Yeah, that's eh, a... we'll get to that. <laughs> you know, somewhere down the line, there's poker being played. Uh, I did have a like Nirvana phase, like Nirvana Soundgarden phase. Uh, I'll listen to that kind of music, but. That video is so fucking weird, man. Heart shaped box? No, the fucking black oh. hole. Song oh yeah, yeah. I mean, I think they're like... both like equally weird. Heart shaped box is also incredibly uh, strange. I'll and have dark. to watch that one. I'll have to watch that because I would mostly just put it on YouTube and then just like it would autoplay. Mm -hmm. So I just play a bunch of Nirvana songs or like songs alike. Um, but I did see the Soundgarden video. Because it's so hard for me to conceptually understand how different childhood is for a generation removed. Like. We were glued to the TV watching MTV. There was actual programming around these videos. Yeah, there's like top like top twenty or whatever, right? Yeah, the they had like I, I've watched so many I countdowns. The end of that. Yeah, like the Carson Daly. Yeah, like TRL. TRL. I watched TRL every day after school. Mm -hmm. Same, actually. Yeah, right. Of course. TRL I, I really great. am like the I'm a very cusp generation wise. Yeah. Who is the host of TRL? Carson Daly. Carson Daly. And then who? There, there was, was some TJ or something, right? Brian was it. I don't TJ, know. TJ hosts the challenge. Oh. Yeah. Was it Ryan Seacrest? No. With Uncle CT. Hey, hey guys. <laughs> Uncle CT here. It's your 40 of me doing the challenge. He doesn't sound like he's hey, always man, shitting. Hey, man, he's still winning that shit. He's still at the top of his game. I you can do still, you, CT. He sounds like, uh, what's that Cartoon Network uh, show with, like, 
the meat blob. Oh yes, um, he sounds like Carl mm-hmm. from. Um, oh, is this oh the Aqua Teen Hunger Force? Aqua Teen Hunger Force. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, he sounds like Carl in there. Hey yeah. guys, it's me, uh, Uncle CT. <laughs> All right, so what we're gonna do for this challenge is I'm a little cloudy now, as you can see. Uh, me and the missus, we've been eating some buffets. He never call himself Cloudy. <laughs> hey, Marone. Now he's in the Sopranos. Uh, I mean, <laughs> I feel like he's a made man. The soprano CT. Uh, he was a boss in the early challenges, man. Mm-hmm. Nobody fucked with CT. But then he got like fat. I remember a season yeah. of The Real World. He was originally Real World? Yeah. yeah. Oh, I thought yeah. he was Road Rules for some reason. Yeah, he's right I don't remember his... Oh, there it is. Yeah, here we go. Oh, there man. it is. Yeah, Black yeah. Put sun. it on thick. Mm-hmm. Put it push-ups. Yeah. God, that's so gonna be Melissa, at like sixty-five. I hope so. With <laughs> like, some young guy doing push-ups in my yeah, room. Yeah, hundred yeah. percent. It's just like, what's going? What's going on? I, that's that's the thing, man. No one knows. It's what's been going thirty on. years since that video came out. I still don't know what's it's, going on. It's like the worst nightmare you could ever have. Does anybody know what the purpose of? That video I, I think it's like, makes sense. honestly, I think it's supposed to represent, and I'm really stretching here, so, you know, bear with me. Okay. But I think it's supposed to represent, like, the apocalyptic social landscape that we create out of, at that time, I guess, TV popularity mm-hmm. and the early rise of the internet. Because uh, as best I can tell, it's just, like, all these weird, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, why are they always mashing things in their face? <laughs> I'm just hungry. Yeah, I don't. I don't know, man. Let's just a, get some food or something. I'm sure. I'm sure. Playing that video is gonna bite us in the ass yeah. in the long run. Uh, speaking um, of playing videos, and you know, I think we've heard enough from Melissa thus far. <laughs> <laughs> so actually, never. fuck. I never. wish I would. I wish I would keep this up. It would have been the perfect segue. Uh, you you ran a TikTok bit off of us yesterday that we were hyper aware of. Uh, yeah, Guapo, right. if, if you have Melissa's you guys, Twitter The thing is, available. though, you guys were aware, but you're the perfect audience for it because you want to tell me I'm wrong still anyway. Correct. So yep. that's why it doesn't matter uh, if you know because you'll still, like, tell me I'm wrong. To, to be fair, I, I didn't care to tell you you were wrong. That, that wasn't my, my uh, point. What I really wanted to get out, though, was you acknowledging that you were choosing not to yeah, be in the NFL. Yeah, I'm just not that interested in football, but if I was, it would be different. Right, right. So, <laughs> And then you just start dying. That was good. I, I think I want this to be... Uh, so so here's <laughs> Melissa. Uh, That's Melissa Rothlinger. Filling, in, filling yeah. in for Mr. Mr. Biscuit. Biscuit. Uh, I think if you scroll down further, there's an actual TikTok. There it is, if you want to play that. Melissa Biscuit. I think that if I trained for like a year, I could be in the NFL. Okay. I would like to bet on that. You don't think I could? I don't. <laughs> of course she's not. But I would still like to bet you if that's an offer. I'd like to bet you as much money as you would like. I just think that if I trained, like I could probably do it. Do what? in the NFL. <laughs> Be in the National Football League. Yeah. I don't think you could. I think I could. There are men five times your size. Why do you think you could? I just think it, I would have to train a lot. So what you're... Wait, 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 wait. We're getting recorded right now, of course. This is a bit. So what you're saying... What you're saying is that you're currently choosing not to be in the NFL. Well, yeah, I don't have, really have any interest in football. Right. But I think if I was passionate about it and I what trained... What position would you play? 
Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh man. Uh I, I want to clarify. I don't think that we actually just want to tell you you're wrong. What was very clear to me in that video is that we were looking for some free money. And uh any wagers well, that you were willing to partake in. There's some um technicalities that I actually probably could have won on. Like if I just got hired by the NFL somehow. That's true. You weren't well. Did, Would that did be Landon, scummy if I won that way, though? I mean, yeah, but did, yeah, Landon, did Landon clarify in the NFL? He didn't yeah. clarify, of course. He didn't say play in the NFL no. or anything like that. Be in the NFL. Yeah, be in is, the NFL. Be in is. You could have gotten fucked. You could have been yeah. a massage therapist. Honestly, Landon, yeah. I still like your side. I could have been a ball girl. Look, I still like what your is side. A ball? Do they have that it's tennis? Uh, yeah, yeah. Why Usually are they trying like their the, balls? But. <laughs> Tennis is not the NFL. <laughs> yeah, but did, I know tennis has ball girls. So does yeah, the NFL has ball boys, but and, and probably girls at this point. But you yeah, know, water girl. These aren't hired positions. These are usually like the kids of players. Well, I'll just find it's a one. privilege. I would spot. find one. Right, like listen, hey, I got this 10k bet. You guys have to let me. Get I'll it. I'll give you five of it. Right. Uh, I still like Landon's side for what it's worth. I, I don't think these NFL walls are that. Everyone said you should have snapped get... that up. You should have snapped it up and then joined under technicality. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you go ahead, snap it. That, that's just because they actually saw a path to you getting in outside of trying to be the quarterback I, for I the Steelers. I didn't see that at all. So, right. Thank you, guys. Well, you were just trolling. Yeah. Um, speaking of people trying to play in the NFL, I wanted to talk about this Monday, but uh, we ended up getting way off course immediately talking about the the current state of poker and that conversation went long so we kind of missed it and then mm -hmm. obviously yesterday was the Bryn reaction video yeah so uh this past weekend was <clears throat> insane for college football i don't know if you caught the end of this lamana the final minute of the florida state lsu game i, I did oh my god <laughs> Four... I, I only saw that minute okay <laughs> That's all i needed so the final minute of this game uh two ranked teams obviously uh there were four possessions, I think, maybe five, and one score, which was incredible. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna roll these these quick highlights real fast. Sorry, there were two scores. Here they go, Jenkins strikes it in. First three and out for Florida State tonight. LSU defense did their job when they had to do it. Fair catch is. What I don't understand is he scores right here, but then, but then they don't score. One of those crazy things See, look. I mean, they called him down for some reason. Yeah, must have. Is there a chance LSU has come up with it as Ward fumbled the ball? How do you fumble here? LSU says they have it. LSU does. They're going to help out their tackle with the pass rush. Here we go. Clock ticking down. Daniels taking time. Remember, no timeouts. Here is the freshman inside the Get the fuck out of here. 
So, oh my god. Oh man. Uh, so I was a little bit off. It was the final four minutes. Uh and yeah, there were a couple of spots there that were a little unclear. Uh I didn't watch it in real time. I only saw that highlight as well. But it looks like Florida State recovered a fumble for a touchdown, but they ruled ruled them down at the point of recovering the fumble. Not must sure have, why. Must have been, yeah. And then uh, they fumbled on the one yard line. Yeah. <laughs> and, it right back. Uh you know, it's college football, so I think at that point there was like under two minutes left, but you can't kneel out because uh, first down, stop the clock in college. So like giving the ball back obviously gives them time, which is exactly what happens. They fumble at the one. LSU then drives in like a sub one minute drill. They uh, pick up, I, I think they left one part out there uh, that was actually in the Instagram video that I had originally watched where LSU with like, I, I want to say it was like 22 seconds or something like that. Um, they're at midfield. And they, uh, the, the quarterback's like scrambling, completes a pass short of the first down marker. Guy ends up scrambling for like the first down and then some mm-hmm. to get them that final play with like eight seconds left on the clock where he gets out of bounds with one second. Then they score the touchdown only to have their dreams dashed. <laughs> by the, and the usually, what we see, usually what we see in uh, college football there is like, uh, especially road teams, they'll just go for it. Go for it, yeah. Like, you know, fuck it, we're playing for the win. I don't want to do this college overtime type of nonsense where we, we exchange possessions back and forth. And in college, like playing on the road has to be especially hard, mm-hmm. um, you know, dealing with crowds of 100,000 plus and, and things of that nature. But no, they go the safe route, which is probably correct in this instance. Go to kick the extra point, blocked. How many extra points are blocked a season? Not Three? very many. Not many. Especially um, you in, in, in college where it's, where it's not backed up to like the yeah. 25 or wherever they kick from now and the, yeah yeah right you know the right, right. so they're so still kicking like, the old, old the old distance yeah where they just have to just kick it they can just kick it as high as they want straight incredible through, my so little hard. brother was at the ECU game because that's where he goes to school yeah this weekend and they lost by two missed field goals like they had the ball within I think the last two minutes twice had a chance for an extra point and a chance for a field goal to win that's wild. The extra point was the tie. The field goal was to win. Miss both. Yeah. <laughs> it's so absurd. The missing extra points is like really painful as a fan to, to deal with. Because it's like you're watching actual variants play out. You kind of turn your head and like it's, it's already like calculated. Like, yeah, I won. I, whatever. That's a point. Whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I mean. Like you just yeah. assume it to be 100% mm-hmm. when in reality it's like, you know, 97 and you're watching that 3% play out in real time. That, that 3% so, like, is a feels bad, man. feels yeah. real bad. A lot of liver die as a college kicker. Especially if you bet on it. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of liver die. Especially, Fuck, man. especially if you bet on it. <laughs> it's brutal. Like, be, like I would – I sympathize for that. Well, it's changed a little bit you. now. There's a 12 uh, – is this year the first year of the twelve team playoff, or is it? Uh, was it agreed to this year, and and the following season is going to be? I'm not sure. Either way, uh, <laughs> they've expanded the playoffs. Oh, cool! So it's like, you know, when you, I think this is the first year, but I'm not 100. percent I'll find out right now. Right, but but it, uh, in any event, like they're expanding it now to include the majority of the the AP top 25 anyway. So it's like half of the AP top 25 is now making the playoffs. Nobody believes that team 13 through 25 deserves a shot at the national championship anyway. Right. So, like, they're finally kind of correcting the problem mm-hmm. that they've had all along. Yeah. Uh, I guess the biggest issue is just that each game still holds so much weight to it. Uh, you know, it's not like even in the top 12, you're not going to see any four lost teams yeah. uh, bubbling the playoff spots. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the, the three lost teams that get in at the bottom are going to have a hell of a road 
to try to get to the national championship anyway. It looks like that they're going to start in, like trying to encourage the 12-team playoffs for 2024. Okay. But in, it's going to be in play for sure by 2026. Okay, so, so we're it, still a ways away. Yeah, it was like agreed upon that that's yeah. going to uh, And the current system is still four or is it eight? They've expanded, four. right? Four. I thought, I thought that there were two bubble teams now. I think it's still four. Six? You're talking about, I think that's still four. baseball. No, I know baseball expanded. It's so hard to keep track because <laughs> things are changing. Everything outside quickly. of football seems to have like a broken playoff system that mm -hmm. is like constantly in flux. I guess basketball is kind of like it's it's four. It's still four. Uh, like. Okay. Well, I mean, um, football expanded too. There are fourteen teams now. So yeah, I guess that was twelve to fourteen. I, I assume that the the twelve team playoff system in college is going to be like the old. NFL system right. where uh, four teams will get a bye. Yes, yes. And then, uh, I'm 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 a little surprised the NFL expanded, but I've I assumed that that had to do with the 17 game, uh, regular season. Maybe. Um, and also just money. Yeah. You know, you just get to make more, mm -hmm. but uh, you know, it puts a lot more weight now on that, being. That's the reason there's 17 games. They want yeah. an extra game for more TV revenue and. Yeah, yeah, yeah. right. Everything that comes with it. Right. Um, does put a lot more weight now on being the number one team in the in the conference. Right, because you don't uh, want to get you actually the buy. Yeah. Yeah, kind of interesting. It's weird to grow up and be an adult and know that sports revolve around money. Where, you know, as a kid. Before it's just a game. Honestly, like as a kid, I was so heartbroken watching baseball, knowing that only uh, two teams from the NL would play to get, like there was a two-team playoff system. And, you know, the Pirates were always like flirting uh, with that talent during the Bonds era. Yeah, that's uh, when I, I knew, I knew that, that when uh, sports revolved around money, when Bonds wouldn't resign with the uh, Pirates because he wanted more money to go to. Oh, I just thought he was an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> I, I thought he was an asshole, and I knew he was from San Francisco, so I played up this whole, like, hometown thing in my head. It's, well, just it's money, funny, because at the time, you know, I'm 10 years old, 11 years old, and I'm thinking, I'm just like, this guy just wants money. Like, he doesn't care about it. He doesn't care about his team. He just wants, you know, because that's right. what's being fed to me. Oh, I thought that right? about Bobby Bonilla. Right. But then it's just like... No, he's just smart. Like, yeah. He's just yeah, like, then you get of older. course, like, like, look at what he was offered and what he got. Like, of course, he's going to take what he was. Yeah. You, you know, know, he was originally drafted by the Giants, too. Right. He chose to go to yeah. college instead. Yeah, yeah. Who, Bobby Bonilla? No, Barry Bonds. Um, but yeah, I thought that about Bonilla because I remember there was a billboard in Pittsburgh that said, save the aviary, aviary uh, get rid of Bonilla. Like, don't, don't re-sign him to this mm -hmm. massive deal because we want to save the birds. Um, <laughs> Fucking like, Bonilla is still getting paid by the Mets every single he'll get, he'll get year. Bobby Bonilla, Bobby Bonilla day. day will exist yep. for the rest of our lives. <laughs> it is so no, crazy. I think the they extended lives, it. But... Hold on, I have to look that up. I'm pretty sure that they extended. Honestly, like I think he, I, I thought for a while like this is kind of sharp. He'll ensure that he's, but I didn't understand how money works. He took such the worst of this. I think, I think Griffey is has a similar kind of contract. Like he's still getting paid by the Reds. Oh I think really? It's, yeah. I, I, Pretty sure it's Griffey that they said is like the the fifth highest player paid player on the team or something That's like so wild. something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bobby gets paid until he's seventy two years old. What a 1. smart 1. man. One nine million a year. No, but what he's a, not smart. It, he's not smart because might, of the money factor. Oh yeah. Yes, but at the same time, you know, like yeah, he'll never go broke. Go broke. Yeah. Right, but <laughs> right. Like, it's just a. Uh, you want to start a tab with him, right? Because yeah. that money will broke. be worth a lot less throughout the years. Yeah, yeah. But, but I mean, to be fair, he might have got signed to a bigger deal because of his willingness to mm -hmm. accept it over right. the rest of it, like in perpetuity. Yeah. 
uh yeah it's kind of wild man it's like who signs an annuity for, for a baseball contract right. it's like you only have this long of shelf life so like, well i'm gonna make that be a lot longer I mean, it's funny because you hear about so many athletes right that just blow through that money they retire and yeah. they can't find a way to make money anymore and they yeah, just it's nice like, to know that you're gonna be 72 getting a 1.9 million yeah, paycheck you're just always gonna you're always gonna be in it yeah was the aviary saved uh that's a good question i don't know <laughs> no i didn't give a fuck about birds i wanted Bonds Bonilla and Backman to stay. <laughs> you wanted the killer bees, baby. You wanted the triple bees. Yeah. Yeah, Backman? Yeah, wasn't Wally Backman a part of the killer bees? A lot of bees. It was, Save the bees. It was. Uh, he might not have been like that actually part of. Yeah, it was Bell. Yeah. Uh, Jay Bell was a part Jay of the Bell, actual killer Derek bees. Bell. Right. Derek Bell was, <laughs> Derek Bell was Operation Shutdown. Shutdown, not yeah. Kevin Young. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they both sucked at first base. No, Kevin Man. Young was great. Well, I remember that when people thought that sports are like about loyalty. It's like, nah, just get the bag, man. Griffey signed a nine-year, $112 million contract in year 2000. Payments were deferred from 2009 to 2024, making $3.6 million a year. There you go. And yeah. yes, he was one of the highest-played players on the Reds this year. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's wild. I knew I heard that somewhere. Man, that's so crazy. Um, Percentage of professional athletes bankrupt. Being a professional athlete can be extremely rewarding. However, a stark 78% of them will go broke after three years of retirement. Well, I mean, that's that's a little bit of a misleading Yeah, stat. that's a little that seems a little bit sus. Well, it's a little misleading because a lot of people, lot of people are making it. league minimum. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, you, right. you have one year where you make a half a million, you're considered a professional athlete, but like you hardly fucking made retirement money. Right. right. And it's not like you retired, you might just John, not retired. if your friend John, he plays twice and he's got a million dollars to live the rest of his life. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> right. Now yeah, your friend that says he can live off of a million forever. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Simmons, he he's got it all figured out. Some yeah. people like they're not retired athletes, they just get retired because right. they don't get re-signed or Right, that's the problem is whenever you're forced into it. Yeah, forced into (laughs) retirement. Fuck. At age 26. Yep. Um, Quickly, shout out to It's Me, Matt, for buying $5 worth of poppin' coins. Let's fucking go, Matt. It's me, Matt. Matt determined. (laughs) (laughs) So that's locked up for next six years, right? Yeah, so, well, if he chooses to stake it to receive poo coin to then enter (laughs) tournaments. I love that... I love that these these names pop up based off of our conversations. Like, oh, I just got a text message from somebody named Matt, and I don't know who it is. And then immediately there's just an account. It's me, Matt. <laughs> Do we it's think me, that Matt. it's the same person for all of these DR accounts? Mama Cita, DR no. it's me, Matt. It's, it's got to be so hard to constantly be logging Melissa's in and logging out. I, I'm going to have five devices yeah. up. At least three of them, but the tab one, Melissa's baseball coach, and... DR's mama Sita has to be the same. Yeah, because they were, <laughs> tra- they were switching throughout the same episode. Bro, it's this. It's got to be the same person because there's not two insane people that would do this. Yes, it there has is. to yes. be yes. one. Insane. Especially yes. with 100%. people who are watching us. Yeah, it was yes. definitely a copycat. Yeah, it's it's copycat like killers. You know, like when they when they had I the summer of it. Sam. I think it's so funny. It's all Ryan Braun. 100 percent he's, he's creating fucking landon memes. He's creating no. meme accounts on. I'm the, here for it's it. It's great on the YouTube. Keep it up, Ryan. Uh, speaking of getting his bag, <laughs> this guy, man, I, I look up to this guy so much for what he does. Pat McAfee, just, okay, just to, just to give a layout. This guy starts an internet show after retiring at 32 as a punter who's making millions. Like, that in and of itself is insane because punters don't make millions. He was the, the league's best punter, just says, I don't want to do this anymore. Creates an internet show, tries his hand at, like, stand-up comedy, just, like, gets, you know, relatively good at handling the mic, whatever. Starts a sports show, takes off, right? Signs a, a multi-year deal with FanDuel, non-exclusive nonetheless. Wow. For $100 million. 
non-exclusive. Non-exclusive. He can have other ad partners. Amazing. Insane, right? Mm-hmm. Signs a deal with SiriusXM. And this is all after he had uh, been a part of Barstool, right? So he left Barstool, signs a, signs a multi-year deal with FanDuel, signs a multi-year deal with Sirius, which just expired. Um, you know, basically creating this own brand for himself. Loves WWE, finds his way into there first as an announcer, now as a wrestler. So he's been a part of every Friday night uh, show for like the last few years or whatever. Now he's putting that career on hold because fucking ESPN just launched launched uh, uh, adding him to the game day crew. Wow. So now every Saturday, this fucking guy who is a Yinzer through and through. Oh yeah, look at him. Just hosting a hosting a, a daily dumbest show. Dumbest life of all time. <laughs> it, it truly is. It truly is. Honestly, like yo, look at yo, look at him. Let's go, dude. He's jacked. He's fucking hype. Well, I says Jackson. This guy legitimately just got good and interesting at speaking on a mic, and now has people coming out of the woodwork to hire him to do gigs. Yeah. Right. Like uh, he literally did, he started in simpler, more humble beginnings than what we're at right now. Just him on a couch kicking it. With uh, a couple other people, I said yesterday, like he's the Joe Rogan of of sports podcasting, mm-hmm. and honestly, maybe is bigger at this point. He might have made more money, which is wild. He's great. Well, he's yeah, really I mean, good he, if he, he had a hundred million non-exclusive, right? Joe got a two hundred million exclusive. Oh, I thought it was Spotify. only a hundred from Spotify. Two hundred, I think. Okay, I think. Yeah. I mean, if it's two hundred, if it's two hundred, McAfee's probably gonna have a hard time rivaling that. I th- but. yeah, but if he keeps just signing non-exclusives for yeah, and he's also twenty-five years younger. Yeah, yeah. I mean. <laughs> you know, so like he definitely has uh, a, a bright career. But do we know the details of the uh, ESPN deal? No, and the rumors are that ESPN just you know doesn't pay all that well. Yeah, but, but it's just another form of being relevant and being on TV and seen, and it, it allows his brand to grow true mm-hmm. and they're also kind of purchasing his celebrity and his platform so i imagine he gets a better deal than a right it's different than just than a random people. like yeah he's probably going to get paid which is kind of insulting but he's probably going to get paid similarly to like a kurt herb street mm-hmm. who's been running game day for a better part of two decades long time yeah uh which has to be frustrating from his vantage point but you have maybe to understand not. what Honestly, you're getting maybe yeah, not if, if not more he's bringing his own audience yeah he brings his whole fucking crew. Everybody. The idea is that game day is bigger than any one person. You want to think that, but Pat McAfee is pretty fucking big right now, he and he's and he's like in that space. It's only that space. The I old mean, guard. It's you know. Yeah. It's, it's not about longevity anymore. That's facts. Like that, that's. Yeah, that is man. that is kind of weird because for me, uh, I stopped watching ESPN <laughs> probably, I don't know, six seven years ago maybe, uh, and prior to that I watched it daily like religiously there was a handful of shows i watched every single day pti around the horn mm-hmm. um Same. nfl uh sunday kickoff it was the only sunday show i would watch uh you know and i was very loyal to guys like boomer max or not max kellerman um uh stat boy that started hosting around the horn or yeah around the horn skip no no no, no. why can't I? anthony reale uh you know watching pti with um uh, Kornheiser and uh, Michael Le- uh, why am I getting his last name wrong well, I don't it's think okay. it really matters I can't, anyway it doesn't matter yeah. Uh, but like yeah you're loyal to those guys like when they were fill-ins you don't care mm-hmm. right? You know, I, I don't want to watch other people host these shows right. and it's the same thing with watching the Pat McAfee show people were very loyal to him and his brand like 
they don't really run the show with this somebody else. This is something else. I've been noticing, and I sent you guys this video that Ludwig made about whether YouTube is skill or not, but the video within that video that he made was actually very interesting. He only made it as an experiment video to see if he could get views on it, mm -hmm. but he was talking about how a lot of this cable TV programming is just moving to YouTube. Yeah. So you see um, there's like people recreating game shows. There's talk shows are on YouTube now. Like all of it's being recreated by younger people in a better form that more people are watching. With a lot more freedom too, because yeah. you know, you have the autonomy of- Which is why I think we need to start a reality show. Yes. I was looking into the costs. It's a little pricey, <laughs> but I think we could crowdfund it. Maybe. I'm, I'm all it's like you 100K want to start, for... You want to start a solve for why reality TV show? I want to I take OnlyFriends and turn it into a reality show. How? We oh, spend man, there's a lot one, oh, Six weeks of filming to create a season. Okay. Where do we film? A house. At the what house? Do you mean where do we film? You're saying at the house? Like Hold we on. get a house? No, we, we have a house. We what do you mean we house. get a house? But Brian's not at the house. Brian will be there. Yeah. I, I live five minutes away. Yeah, I'll pop in over. and out. Yeah. He'll grill. Mm -hmm. He'll be like Jack Ritter from Two's Company. Just like, <laughs> yeah, grill. Hey. In. hey, guys. Yeah. So you're saying people are just going to be in our house filming have, us I, for yeah, six weeks? that's how you guys, reality shows you guys, work. You guys cause enough drama. Yeah. You should have seen pre-production. Hey, jeez. Come on. <laughs> it, it, you take a few of those and you have a full episode mm -hmm. of chock full of drama. Yeah. Of course, we could stir the pot a little bit. Mm -hmm. Chin and I will, if Chin ever shows up again, Chin and I can be the pot stirrers of the show. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you guys have that on lockdown. My question is, My say how, not be. how is it only 100K for six weeks worth of filming, editing, production? Uh, I don't know. That's just what, that's what Yahoo Answers <laughs> said. <laughs> Yahoo Answers or Quora. I gotta, as somebody who I did a has, quick Google search meeting, I read, I read the titles <laughs> of the Google results. Okay. Well, uh, let me give you some actual prices. Okay. Yeah, when, we have pigtails do it. So we need sponsors then for this. Yes. When we <laughs> did filming for To Be Determined, uh -huh. which was following Oscar around for <laughs> uh, roughly eight months. But of those eight months, it was like uh, it was like one or two film days per. Okay. So it was basically like somewhere around 16 to 25 We need shoots. Bravo. Yes. We need, I'll talk to Andy. Well, you, you just know, said you, you want to connect. Wait, 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 wait. You just said you want to move it off TV. Why, how are you going well, yeah, to appeal to TV? Yeah, but they'll sponsor us to do a YouTube series. Hmm. I see. I, I mean, there's, know, there's I Bravo. Com. Yeah. Well, why would they want to do any of this? They because, could just do it without we're us. Because great. Yeah. I would think like Chick-fil-A would be a better. Chick-fil-A? I mean, somebody who stands to benefit from us doing a show. And we We're just eat Chick-fil-A all day. Yeah. Well, like we my, need a few sponsors. It's going to well, be an my point is, My point is, if you're distributing the product look, for free. Look, JL Blade said, I'll be a cameraman, and I work super cheap. So we have a cameraman. Sounds like he's <laughs> hoping <laughs> to jerk off in the closet. <laughs> I, he sounds like a steady Eddie type to me. You Listen, know, just like. <laughs> I think I'm seeing a lot of shows move onto YouTube. I've, I've yet to see a good reality show move onto YouTube. I agree. And I think we can do that. Look, I think the template is there. It's there. I think that the it's dynamic is there. Ten x the, the drama is there. I think well, it's probably ten x we'll the cost. We'll just have to make it happen. What was the, oh yeah, what sure. Call it Mr. Beast. To be determined was a quarter million, and I think that we could have done a lot more with another 150k. Like a, a standard 90 minute documentary is usually budgeted for like four to 600K. Mm -hmm. But this is pennies for some people. So we need to find those people. Right. Sell them the idea. 
Well, that's so that that's kind of what I'm getting at. So like we partnered with PokerGo, mm-hmm. which is why I'm saying we would be poor partner with Bravo because the reason that that works the way that it works is they we partnered with a distribution channel. So what it does is now restrict who gets to see your content. Well, yeah, so we don't want that. Right, so you don't want to partner with Bravo because then yep. you're restricted on how your content gets okay, distributed. That's yeah, a good but point. they have such a big audience that it'd be worth it. But you, if we were on Bravo, yeah, that, we we be, that Bra- means we would be on Netflix. If we were on wait, Bravo, whoa, whoa, then we don't, we, don't, wait, we don't need to do anything else. Bravo shows are on Netflix. You guys are bad at the business side of this. We make no money well, if we're partnered with Bravo. Listen, I'm the ideas what? guy. We make under- zero. Do you understand what like the housewives make? And what, that, like, that's different. The, why yeah, is that different? Understand? Because they didn't make a lot season one. Well, no, of course. You know, not season yeah, one, but after people say how great this is and we get picked up again, then we start making millions. Listen, I'll make some calls my people mm-hmm. okay yeah you get on the horn are you gonna talk to the same people uh, that are gonna let you in the nfl yeah and i gotta tell you i bet i without knowing i would guess the housewives probably do not make that much on average for all the time that they've spent so like sure they're probably well, making they, a lot in season seven they also make money outside of it from you know exactly becoming famous. so we're doing exactly. a lot of fucking work well mm-hmm. yeah autonomy but autonomy is it. worth once you once you get on bravo all of a sudden, we all have 500,000 Instagram we're, followers. We're getting paid for that's, that's not worth, K that's to not post an Instagram think. photo. Nah, that's yeah, not. that happens. Yeah, to Kim K. No, Kim K is a million for an Instagram photo. Okay, so you think you're going to get one-third of Kim K? I think I could. Okay. You can, <laughs> one, I, one right. day, I think Let's I could. Let's move on. <laughs> Are you going to wear your NFL helmet on or off yeah, when you're the, doing I'll this? be, I'll I be like tell the you. first <laughs> female NFL player. To get one-third of Kim K, you should only be She's wearing an NFL. She's probably more than that now. She's probably two million now. Okay, fine. Okay, so, so one, one sixth six. Kim K's, but yeah, you're gonna need to be wearing Can't only be that big I can of a market do it. For it only I can do an it. NFL helmet. Listen, listen. Okay, do you want to make a lifetime bet cutter. right now? Yes. Okay. No, no, because at some point, 300k is not gonna be that much money. That's right. Inflation. Yeah. Listen, yeah. listen, listen. Yo, I, I will make it inflation adjusted. If there's one. Okay, thing yeah. So they make 750k, wow. but they're on, whoa, they're on their 13th season. Wait, is that per person? No. Yeah, it says per person. Okay. Oh no, no, sorry, per season. Yeah. Oh, this is each person what their salary is per season. Mm-hmm. Mm. The Tamara. Wow. Yeah, is going to make a lot for sure. She and like Bethany. Of- I bet if you looked lot. at like Teresa Judy, she's definitely making a couple million probably. Ramona. Yeah. So, okay. So Edith I think that that was a good example of the one above. She got 150K and she came in late, like season 11. Right. So okay. that was probably like. You know, like seasons one through three, one through five, whatever. They were probably making Trust me, dust. they don't do a lot of work. They all, all they do is they just live their lives yeah. and there's cameras yeah, there. It's not you, like, like that much they, work. You right. guys would They get be, to go on free vacations. You don't get it. You they guys like, don't get it. You don't get it. You're out of your okay, fucking Landon, mind. Okay, Landon, you don't get it either. You're just Trust saying me. what he's saying. I, I, no. know, I know the housewives, okay? <laughs> I understand what these people do. Like They don't work that hard. But I'm saying you you but they don't look like they optically work very hard. But having a camera on you 24-7, having 24/7. all of these things. You get used to it's it. It's probably a, like a lot less filming than you think there is. But it's still filming. It's still an inconvenience. Right. It's still, I mean, it's a lot. I promise you right, it's a well, lot. Well, so you guys don't have to be on the show. It'll okay, be so, me, Brian, yes, Conrad. Exactly. I'll yep. get some fill-ins for you. I'll get a bald mm-hmm. guy to fill in for Berkey. <laughs> and I'll get a, an emo guy to fill in for Landon. <laughs> And then you guys don't have to be included. Look, you guys you can just do in this it. in vlog form and we'll watch it, uh, you know, flame no, out. No, we need a reality show. 
That vlogs are reality. I feel like this no, is just like same. fulfilling your childhood dream of being a reality star. I think I see a need in the market. You'll see. There's going to be someone that comes and they do a reality show on YouTube and they make so much money. Yeah, it's going to be like, oh, we should have done that. Listen, no, we'll Michelle show will be like our manager because yeah. she understands yeah. it more than anybody and she'll, she'll, uh, she could do casting. Look, you know, for, I have to tell you, just because you watch guys these in trash. The chat, if you want to be a uh, fill in for Berkey because he's so negative, mm -hmm. you can email me. <laughs> just because you watch these trash TV shows does not mean you understand you the bunch underpinnings of your goddamn this works. tongue. <laughs> I can't. Do you want to be rich or not? My God. <laughs> I mean, it's like it's like you hate money. It's going to 100 eggs. It's up to you. All right. It's <laughs> right, just up exactly. to you. So Biggie Swills can be a hot landing. You're booked. And then bald guys hit me up because this guy is bad vibes. He's not going to be good for the show. Uh, All, right. anyway. oh my God. All I was going to say is that we I can barely I hold together a, a daily podcast. <laughs> I wouldn't want to tell Melissa she can't do something. I've tried before. It doesn't work. It doesn't end well. You don't tell her she can't. You just ask her to bet you. No, but make, you're yeah, right. So this is, bet this me that I won't make a reality show. Uh, I'll bet you you won't make a successful one. Okay. We'll work out the terms <laughs> off air. We'll come back. We'll come back to this tomorrow. Does that mean you have to be the producer or just you have to be the idea guy? It's your, I'll be it's, the executive producer. Okay. Hmm. She'll um, be the EP. We know some people who used to make reality TV. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Hey, God bless. Yeah. The world is small. It's uh, easy to I gotta get shit done. I got to put this bet first. Yeah. <laughs> we'll hash out the details Wait, off aren't you going to be rich? every last dime of your house sale. <laughs> aren't you going to be rich anyways after this is successful? I'm going to get odds. What, now you want odds? <laughs> what do you mean? We're going to do this at even money? Well, it sounds like he should you, get odds. You think that success. this is I mean, so unlikely. I should, we, I should you, definitely get odds. Right, but you think it's so likely. <laughs> yeah, but you don't. That's why you want to bet me. So I'm getting odds. <laughs> I don't know if I follow this logic. Why am I the, the lines maker? You're not. I am. Right. <laughs> and she wants odds. And I'm getting odds. Okay. Well, I'll give you 1.1 1. 1 to 1. That's fine. 10 to seems, 1. Seems like 10, 10 to, 1. to 1. Fuck out of here. Yeah, meet in the middle, 5 to 1. Okay. I'll give you 10 to 1, but the... the uh, Netflix has to get it. Yeah, like what we, what we deem as successful is going to be very stringent. No, then I want 21 on. <laughs> You're... An absolute impossible human to talk to. <laughs> Fine, make it 100. You mean a good negotiator? No. Every time you come back with a negotiation, it's going up by 10x. Wait, yeah, 100, 100, to, one. 100 that way, to 1. That way, when it's successful, it, it, it 100x. Yes, <laughs> yes, guaranteed sure. to 100x. It was definitely up to time. You. Yeah, and it was definitely up to you. <laughs> oh, man. I wish House of uh, Cards wasn't a show already because it would be a perfect title. Wow. Yeah, but that's it. I mean,. You know, nothing else. Yeah, so bet me 100 to 1. <laughs> if it's nothing, <laughs> free money, do you right? To, do you have to pay first or? You don't want this bet. I'll kick you out of the house so goddamn fast. Like, <laughs> you're going to have to find a new house. You're going to have to find a new cast. Just everything. I'll make this I'll just come hell. to the house and <laughs> when you're not home. <laughs> You'll just show up yeah. with your and crew. pretend I still live there. Yeah. <laughs> so just like sets up the snake in the middle of the yeah. room. Yeah. Like, okay, that's enough. Uh, speaking of new shows, Ben Roethlisberger decided to uh, launch a podcast. Mm -hmm. This is fucking awful. It is so bad. Ben Roethlisberger. What's bad about it? Uh, well, he's, well. he's a little cringe. 
to begin with. Uh, I love the guy. He's got a cringe background. Yeah. Cringe history. Uh, I mean, his background's like whatever. He's a man of the Lord now. Yeah. Oh, what um, does that change? Wow. <laughs> what is a square root of 25? Brother, look at me and ask me and ask that question. You think I would know that question? You you went to college? You graduated college? It took me 13 years. So you walked into a lineup that was like, hey, the only option here is greatness. Do you think that's, that was important for you? Yeah, but at the time, I didn't. It, was, it wasn't about like, okay, I have to be great. It was like, don't screw up. Sure. There's a difference. Yeah, you know? sure. Like, it wasn't like, I got to go out and be like the man. It was like, don't screw up because there's guys that are counting on you. Oh. Oh. Come on. Oh. Oh, it's, oh, it's getting Does it linger? Does oh, it linger? It's got a very strong coffee finish. I love coffee. Oh. That's not bad. Yeah, of course. <laughs>yeah i mean it's 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 a little bit cringe like he he was a steeler quarterback man we think of that as tough and i just want him to ride off into the sunset i don't want to hear his takes on bad beers right jesus does it soften your image of him a bit i mean no because i always knew he was this way it's just like i don't want to be reminded on a weekly show Mm -hmm. uh he's not pat mcafee he's definitely not peyton manning like this guy's not charismatic at all and now that he's like found faith, he's a little bit cringy with the whole like, you know, putting up the I love you's and <laughs> like this is how he left Pittsburgh was just like rocking the I love you horns. And it's like, bro, I love I didn't that know about that meant you. I love you. This. Oh, wait, what? This means I love you. You didn't know that? I thought it was rock on. Uh, I think that's no thumb. Like, really? De- this is like devil horns, right? And then this is I love. Oh, you. I did not know that. And this I is this is hang ten. That is Hank 10, Brian. You, wow, that's not a dad you, joke. That's a rad like joke. That. <laughs> it's just what it is. What's the difference between all these things? Um, like gang signs. They're not. <laughs> yes, yes. They're, they're gang signs, Conrad, for wholesome white people. Uh, that's what it is. <laughs> Who say, awesome. I love you, through their hands. We learned these, yeah. on, we learned these things on Barney yeah, and Sesame Street. They're real wholesome. So they're just like, so they're just like a you. heart. You know, you could just go to the classic heart. This, yeah. What's this one? What's that one, Melissa? What is that? That's a shocker. <laughs> I don't know what the thumb is for. In, in, yeah. It's just... <laughs> it's just there. It's just... <laughs> what about the awkward turtle? Oh, yeah. You didn't yeah. know about the awkward turtle? The tortoise. <laughs> <laughs> it's very awkward. Or the... No, it wasn't the awkward turtle. It was the awkward palm tree. No, well, there's the awkward palm tree as well. Yeah. yeah. What is, what? And the awkward turkey. <laughs> where do you where do you find these things? We had too much time. He was really high for most of his twenties. Okay, <laughs> no, <laughs> I respect that. A lot of this stuff came to be. Okay. Uh, um, sure. All right. One last fun thing before we get to the to the poker. Since somehow we've been going for an hour. Okay. <laughs>
Uh, this is a way more light episode than I had intended. We just find uh, a way, man. We find a way. Nemo out here putting people in body bags. I respect wow. during the what tortilla challenge. Yeah. Bro. I want, she did not I hold back. We this should do this. Slap. Obviously, I can't participate. But. <laughs> this is the slap heard around the world. Why can't you participate? Because I think it would be bad look if you guys were slapping me. <laughs> oh I wouldn't God. mind it, but... I mean, that was... Have you ever watched, like, the... Uh, the the slap boxing or not slap boxing uh like the the face slap uh, i've seen competitive i've yeah. seen it's called slap fighting yes. yeah. yeah yeah where they just they stand there and they just take it and there's yeah. always like dwarfs around and stuff it's very well that's strange yeah they have them running around and sure yeah i've know. seen i've seen the slap fights some some yeah it the gets people brutal competing in this are like 250 300 pounds yeah there's like jack there's like tree trunks for like, like arms. kind of looks I've seen some Dangerous. people go to sleep. Yeah. 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 Like, if you get slapped by one of these people not being 250, 300s. I'm surprised to see Botez didn't go to sleep there. That slap it's was tortilla, you know? so... Or tortilla, like, I, I haven't done the challenge yet. Maybe they're not, like... It can't hurt that bad. I mean, stings more than it. More we need you guys to do it. You have to feel something, you right? You do. Like, sting. I'm sure it stings, but I'm sure it's not, like, it's not jarring, like, getting... Actually slapped or punched. I would love to. I would have loved this, to have seen that in slow motion. Yeah, no, this is I, like bad. I would. Oh my god! See, this, this is I, what I'm talking about. <laughs> oh, these guys. There was one. That's that's what I'm talking about. That palm of like, that motherfucker weighs like 50 pounds. Yeah. When he, he slaps, oh, it's so no good. I'm just saying, I would have given anything to see that uh, slap by by Nemo in slow motion because I think Andrea literally would have looked like a cartoon where her face turns and just spit flies mm. out she didn't she didn't spit anything out there right oh yeah i guess she had water in her mouth yeah, yeah that's, that's how you saying she she somehow kept it in yeah like a champ that is, yeah but shout out to andrea botez i mean take a hit that was, just roll with the punches no pun intended who do you guys <laughs> think would win here i mean just about who's better rock paper scissors right i'm gonna laugh so yeah, yeah, I mean that—that's—that's—that's yeah. that's, that's how you lose is by not being able to keep your laughing. So well, Conrad's I, I'm, slap the shit out I'm everybody, both but I'm the strongest laugh. and the most stoic, so I think I am a pretty big favorite here. Um, I don't think so. I think oh, you okay. would. I kind of <laughs> think so. I feel like it would come down to you and Landon. I would beat his ass. Yeah, and I think you might lose. Let's fucking try it. Let's do it. This is one of those ones oh, where man. I'm very happy to put my money where my mouth is. Oh. Sorry, I think I have to throw my hat into the ring. Oh yeah. Mr. Can we have a we can have a we can have a bracket. We can do, we can make an episode about it. Like it doesn't have to be on the podcast. We can just have like a solve for why tortilla challenge. Like Guapo does have the most challenge. experience with flour tortillas. I think Guapo might win. <laughs> the fact that he wanted to put his hat in the ring. Well, he claims he brushes his teeth with tortillas. So I mean, what? he really is. That's in what a, he said. Guapo's not going to laugh. Position. I don't feel like. Yeah. Well. well is Andre going to be here for this or, or Chin or no? Uh, honestly, it doesn't Chin matter. Will not Chin's so soft. Balls yeah, I'm going to poke Chin pin. in the middle of the forehead and have him like wobble, wobble. Honestly, that might get me laughing. Jamin's in. I, no, that, fuck, no, you're not Jamin, in. Jamin, no, you're big you, ass. You, you will not get out. Yeah. No. no, you stay it's, home. It's, it's the only friends tortilla challenge, not the only friends adjacent tortilla challenge. <laughs> yeah, I, I already see how this plays out. Conrad laughs before any slaps actually take place. <laughs> I'm just going to laugh. And he but loses. I still want to be in the competition. Lamana then. And laughs is a uh, a byproduct of Conrad. I want to see Brian versus Conrad. Mm. Those two are auto out. Um, Melissa probably just actually gets knocked out cold, which I think is an automatic disqualification. <laughs> Jeez. You well, think I can't take a slap? You're very small. I think I've taken more slaps than all of you guys. Probably. Yeah, but willingly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
way different. <laughs> Definitely have. You know what's going on. Yeah, you know Zero. what's happening. Uh, brace yourself. Yeah. Um, all right, last thing before we get to these Triton hands. Uh, or <laughs> next to last thing, I guess. That's strong. Uh, so there was an article released today by Poker.org. I guess they followed up with Ingram uh, post-interview yesterday. The title doesn't make me feel great. Uh, it's, I just feel worse. And it no. says, Joey Ingram at a crossroads after the Brink Kenny interview. Um, <laughs> gotta look at this screenshot. <laughs> look at the screenshot. So they made him look like he's crying. Yeah, they made it a does. crying Joey. It's, it's a very weird... Why is there like a superimposed woman screaming? I think... No, that's Joey. I think what happened is they took a screen grab from the stream... But it's as really, he yeah. was cutting from one frame to the next, <laughs> if I had to guess, because it looks like that's it's like his he's having nom flashbacks. Int- <laughs> his it looks like he's part of Soundgarden video. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, you watched his late night mushroom induced uh, drunk stream. He was on edibles and drunk. Yeah. Yeah. How did that? How did that play out? I think he will have to delete the vod. Mm, that's that's <laughs> always a good sign. That's a uh, that's a staple when it comes. He, to He the gave late us night. some high praise though. He said if we were a stock. He would invest. Mm, he said this before. Nice. I appreciate that about yeah. Joey. Nice to. This to is a have. second opinion of the stock. You know. Yeah. He's doing uh, his checks. Yeah, it's his... been a year. He's reevaluated. He's still in. Yeah. yeah. We're we're still blue. He chip. said he thought that we would be bigger. Yeah. But that he thinks we would he would still invest. Mm. He's right. Uh, we're very slow on the growth. Path. Poker's just so small, man. Yeah, it's tough. Well, if well I'm it, also not very good at marketing, and we don't have anybody open hired. to. Reality, reality show TV. maybe things will be different but hey you know what melissa go ahead we're gonna green light it yeah yeah you got you got it right. you figure out the funding you do the ep stuff we're on it okay you got us I'll figure it out. brian I, and i are on it i mean i want an average housewife salary yeah okay i got you done average housewife salary being what like three year okay you're one or year five average you're well, eight average is average right i mean average i, I want to know that i'm gonna make 500k a year when this whole thing shakes oh, out okay okay <laughs> 10 years down the with line, the brand deals yeah yeah hey let's let's we'll, do we'll, it we'll break seven i look i've been dying to get my ghost deal done and i've been Easy. dying to get my under armor deal done Easy. me and the rock we're gonna partner up for some new gym wear <laughs> you and the rock that's right that's I right mean, me, me and the brahma bull baby we're out here. What is that? It's a Brahma bull. What does that mean? That's his tattoo. Okay. Hmm. Okay. Oh, so The Rock is with Under Armour, I'm assuming. Yes. So that works. He has his own line. Oh, cool. Yeah. I He's like everywhere. Nike or Adidas. I hate Adidas. Love Nike. Hate Adidas. Wow. I only like Adidas for Yeezys. Other yeah. than that, they're ass. And yeah. Their logo sucks. Okay. Well, Nike, You're not helping Nike, with brand deals. Fucking. Fuck. Adidas isn't banging down our door, man. I'd rather have Fila. They will be. Fila might be attainable. You would be what? I, I'd rather have Fila than Adidas. Obviously, if we have Fila, then we'd have Skechers? all the European. Um, mm-hmm. We get all Skechers. the European people. They yeah. love these fucking white Filas for some reason. Yeah. I, I haven't figured They're fresh. it out. It's the white Filas and the Tommy Hilfiger jumpsuits. You can't do it. The white Filas are like Air Force. That's exactly what we were all wearing in 1993 yeah. to elementary school. They're back. Yeah, they, they've they've come full circle with the champion. Yeah. Let's just go with New Balance and some white socks. That's a tortoise right. brand right That's there. So man. Dad. New Balance is popping. Get your Sacconis out too. White New Balances. And, That's uh, so tortoise. Not the white ones. That's so tortoise. Calf high socks. Tell me, tell me your girlfriend dresses you without telling me your girlfriend dresses you. <laughs> she bought me everything I'm wearing right now. Of course. <laughs> so, any, uh, any final thoughts on, on the interview yesterday? Now that we've had a chance to sleep on it. 
Yeah. I don't think it was that necessary. Yeah, I'm well, I it's weird. I, I'm glad we got to hear from like I'm glad Joey got to do it basically because yeah. I feel like everybody wanted him to be the original interviewer. But I agree with you in the sense that like it kind of trudged up uh some old drama that we still have no answers yeah, to. Yeah, and it was like months and months ago. Like right, we I just would got have understood this like maybe one month after the whole thing broke but. it would kind of it, it would kind of feel like bringing up the whole possible thing again yeah. without any new information right exactly it's just like hey you guys remember when this dude cheated all of us on live stream let's like, talk about yeah it. so maybe let's interview yeah him. i mean um yeah i mean i don't know i thought Bryn actually came out probably slightly ahead mm -hmm. uh based off this interview which is not a fun thing to take away but i do think it's good that like he actually got pressed a little bit um one fun thing from Joey's stream last night was he was asking the chat who I should date in poker and having yeah. them give it, uh, he is suggestions. In, or, Joey was asking his chat. Who he should date who, or who, who you I should, should date. date. Oh, okay. Of course he was. And, on that poll. That's a classic uh, right. and so then late we, night. We were you know, looking through some mm -hmm. options. What were some of the best suggestions? The most, everyone kept suggesting Viffer. <laughs> Wow. Wow. Tonka, Jamie Staples, and they were really, you know, suggesting. Press pause. If, <laughs> if the community suggestion to you is Viffer, you have a lot of image repair to do. Yeah, Kessler, okay. Kessler was one of the um, suggestions. Chat was really doing, you know, they They're were really doing me. They were doing you dirty. Yeah. They, they want to see you burn. They do, yeah. They yeah. just want to see, but yeah, this is who they wanted me to date. Now so. that said, I'm all for the Viffer Melissa. They said fat guys here. need love too. I said, trust me, I know. I was all for Kessler. Okay. No, Kessler would be too awkward, but Viffer, he knows how to treat a lady. I mean... <laughs> Same buffets that Kessler would be taking you to, but you know he class it up. He really class right. it up. Well. Yeah. But would Viffer teach her the, the ways in the slot machine? No, no, you're not going to make this money with Viffer. This is the type Viffer. of thing that I would go on a date with him for the reality show. Yeah, like you're not going to make money with Viffer. Viffer's a lot closer to uh, being the equivalent of. Um, would I be supporting him? Like the trooper. Supporting. Okay. Yeah, so would I be supporting you would have, him? at a bare minimum be emotionally supporting him? Yeah, and probably financially. Uh, I don't know what his situation is these days. <laughs> it but depends how good him, the reality show goes. I've seen him in the high stakes streets lately. Gotcha. But yeah, you know, it would be entertaining from our standpoint. That's that's yeah. For damn they sure. they were really throwing out some great suggestions. Yeah, that's yeah. that's what reality TV is, right? Like it's a stuff for the audience's entertainment. That's true. Yeah, your life, our entertainment. Yeah, yeah. Ti once coined that. Uh, well, at least it, then it's like a value to somebody because otherwise no, I'm just self-destructing. That's true. Uh, one good thing that came out of the interview yesterday is Global Poker decided to run a free roll today and they titled it the Frog Poison Pop-Up Free Roll. No fucking way. Yeah. Really? Yeah. So the memes are the memes are starting to wow. roll in. Yo, you love to see oh it. You really love to see it. That's I have a legit appreciation for it. I love it. Yeah. I approve. All the respect out there to why Global doesn't Poker. Global, global, why doesn't Global have a, an app? Like, why are they only desktop? Uh, good question. I, I, I don't necessarily have an answer. It's impossible to like, use Global with other sites. Yeah. I think it's a way to get around the laws. I'm not positive. We spoke a lot with Global in the background uh, throughout the years. And yeah, they have a lot of red tape mm. whenever it comes to anything that they seem to want to do. Yeah. Um, 
But out of curiosity, oh, you're saying, uh, why don't they have a downloadable desk, desk, desktop client? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I'm not sure if that has anything to do with like the legality stuff. Uh, Webbase seems okay, but yeah, it's annoying. I've played on there, it's annoying. It also, maybe this isn't true, but it feels like it's less secure. Um, but maybe, may, maybe not. Maybe. I, I don't know. Yeah, I, I don't know enough. Um, I do know that the Triton High Roller series is still popping and we're getting just golden content from there. So for everybody who came for the poker, hopefully you've made it this far. I doubt you have <laughs> given the numbers that I'm seeing. <laughs> uh, it's more than when we started. Is it? Yeah, we started. Oh, wow. Yeah, we started below 200. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, just need everybody to hit that like button and it'll get, uh, you know. Sent to your grandma. Yeah. <laughs> Sent to your grandma. Um, so the 30K six max wrapped up today. Uh, we had a star-studded final table. No, a lot of these guys. It was from left to right. Yuri. Um, I'm never going to pronounce this correctly. Uh, Landon, can you help? No. Okay. <laughs> well, you can call him sweatshirt guy. Respect. Oh, oh yeah, no, don't totally, trigger anyone. I totally uh, forgot about the sweatshirt he's thing. He's the cause of so much conflict. Uh, yeah, should we, should we vote on whether or not we like this sweatshirt? I like it. <laughs> I think it's fine. We know. Um, all right, I'm going to give it a shot. So it is... He's also the one who uh, tried bluffing Patrick yesterday. And is the man that we'll talk about today. So I'm going to try to get it right. It's Kudinov? K-U-D-I-N-O-V? Kudinov? Kudinov. Kudinov? Okay. I like Kudinov. We'll roll with that. Um, Alex Keating, the bearded wonder. Uh, <laughs> yep. A man of many, many layers. Uh, ben Tolerine, crown up guy, a.k.a. Fedor Holtz. Uh, Stephen Chidwick, and then I don't know this final person. Was he the Spanish player that you were talking about earlier? I think so, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah he is. Uh, I don't know his name, but um, shout out to him he for made it. making made the final seven. You made it. Uh, the winner ultimately was Tolerine, so sorry for the spoiler if you guys are... Actually, this is probably why we have nobody watching. They're all watching the mm. final heads-up play, play out. Uh, he was able to beat Yuri heads-up, or $807,000. But in the midst of all that, playing down to the final table on the final table bubble, actually, with eight remaining, uh, a big hand broke out, blind versus blind, between Fedor and... One more time, Melissa? Kudinov. Kudinov. I don't think there's an end. There is. Oh, okay. Who do you think it is? Kudinov? Oh, yeah. You're right. Kudinov. Okay. Um, so to... Set up this hand. Uh, I'll give the details of the hand real quick. Well, actually, let's just watch the hand and then we can kind of break it down, um, give our first thoughts and uh, the ICM considerations. Victor Kudanov, half position. Guy's going to try to pick on you. So he can actually checks as the pre-flop raiser. And I'm wondering, hmm, didn't see about this king-queen deuce. Interesting. Take a free one off. 175. 175. Just enough to just fold out some random hands. 
delayed seabed. Alt enough. Wow. Calls <laughs> with 10 9 high. I mean, obviously, he does have the draw to the straight, but this is equal parts. Let's make the straight and equal parts. Let's see whether or not I face another barrel on the river. Most likely, Fedor thinks that Victor Kudinov has a queen. The question is, does he Wait, think that hand would fold? And he's betting this kind of size that looks very milky. It does look credible yeah. for an ace. He sure does. And I think this may be the end of the road for Kudinov with the 10 high. This is some power poker. You know what would be even sexier than making a play is flatting with 10 high. You know that, right? <laughs> flatting with 10 high would literally be the sexiest thing I've seen at a Triton so far. And we've seen some very sexy plays. Yeah. Oh my God, he's going to the time bank. No way. Oh my God, is he going to do it? No way. 10 9 high. Battling the 6 high. Going potentially a call. You see, something doesn't add up for, Rudin, uh, for Kudinov here. Yeah, something. A, there's an odor in the air here. Are you checking that? Of the king, I don't believe it. You bang that small of a king on a turn. Oh my god, did he just call with 10 high? Wow, show everyone this 10 sick. 9 high is sick. Sick. Oh sick. my sick. goodness. Okay, so uh, to break this spot down, we are on the final table bubble, so seven remain. Uh, I'm not sure what the payouts are, I didn't check. But I believe they're already in the money. Actually, I know they're already they're in the money. They're in the money, money. yeah. yeah they've cashed yesterday. Um, so eight remain. Seven make the official or the unofficial final table. Uh, so each table is playing four-handed at the moment. 22 blinds effective. Fedor is a pretty massive chip leader at this point, I think, with 50 bigs. Uh, folds to Fedor in the small blind. He has 6-4 offsuit, no heart. That's relevant. And chooses to open to 2.75x. Kudinov then defends the 10-9 off, uh, and we see a flop of King of Hearts, Queen of Hearts, Deuce of Clubs. Yes, Deuce of Clubs. That is correct. Um, that flop's going to go check-check. The turn is then going to be the King of Spades. Fedor is going to bet uh, 1.75 big blinds um, into roughly 7 ish uh kudinov calls with his gut shot river is an offsuit ace and uh very similar to yesterday's hand fedor then chooses to bluff he bets 3.9 big blinds um for just about 40 percent pot and kudinov tanks and then calls with 10 high what do we think landon i'll start with you with regard to what your thoughts are taking icm into consideration um I mean, it's tough, man. Poker's hard. <laughs> Poker's hard. <laughs> but I go after limb check, 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 bet. Like, on turn, you have to call 10 high. Uh, just like with a gutter, getting a good enough price. And the two cards, <clears throat> while they're under, like the queen and the king, the pairs are still going to be worth a lot on river. Like, if you river's a pair, besides just, like, rivering a straight. And then river versus, like, 40%, it's kind of annoying um i would always kind of be more inclined to bluff these hands more so than call but that's not always like the right idea especially when if fedor is bluffing 
you win. And if he has it's like King X for a trap or like Ace X is still gonna mix on River facing a raise. So well, the only raise would be Jam. Right. So like you still have to mix a call with Ace X. I don't know how much. Uh, it, he'll have some like Fedor have some limping pre like some suited Ace X that don't just. He didn't limp. He opened. He o I, I'm the worst man. Yeah. <laughs> Are you? Why do I feel like when I looked at this hand, I saw limp check, but I guess it went oh, raise call. It but, went raise call flop was check check. Yeah, raise call check check small bet call, small bet call. I think river size is like rather ambitious from out of position because most of the time when you're betting in these spots, you're going to be betting like King X or Ace X respectively. And those are just worth more. Mm -hmm. So like a B75 size or like 66, call it whatever you want. Um, Cause the small size doesn't really make too much sense. Like betting a queen, pretty tough to get called by it much effectively. That's worse. Cause the pairs for blind, Big blind's just gonna jam pre. Yeah, how much do you think ICM weighs into this though, where uh, Fedor just gets a little bit more freedom to be aggressive in this spot based off the fact that he's able to apply the ICM pressure? He's probably, <clears throat> like he should be more aggro because of that, where chips don't mean as much to him as they do for, uh, for the big blind. But these spots are always really tough, like blind on blind especially and then adding ICM as well, because there's two different ways you can adjust and both could be incorrect, where one is you start playing a little bit too tight, where you start folding more because ICM exists, mm -hmm. but at the same time, you also have to play to win the tournament. Right. So there's this in-between of, yeah, ICM exists and chips are important and chip reservation is important. But at the same time, you can't just start overfolding ma that massively on flops, turns, and rivers. Right. Because then you just get absolutely torched. Now, to be fair, uh, I don't think expecting 10-9 to fold is trying to induce an overfold. Yeah. But the last question I have with regard to ICM in this spot is when we land on river and Fedor chooses this small size, um, in theory, this really isn't a thing. Yeah. Uh, like the sizing just isn't really going to be selected through this line very often, if ever. Mm -hmm. So do we think that... Or I guess in your experience, you've studied a lot more ICM than me. Uh, do small bets carry more or less weight with IC That's a that's a poor way of framing it, actually. Yeah. Uh, let me let me add a layer of nuance to that. Do small bets carry more weight in a scenario where you're incentivized to be over bluffing based off the ICM pressure? Uh, I would think it just seems spot dependent because some spots you want to have small bets to. Well, I'm saying when they don't exist, does it become more okay to force a small bet, assuming that it's going to generate more pressure because of ICM? Or is that just kind of not a thing because his stack is never really threatened? Well, yeah. When, <laughs> I don't really know how to affect, like how to properly answer, so to speak, because I don't really know the idea of how effective a small bet is when it comes to ICM or not ICM when it's not supposed to be chosen. Yeah, I mean, we're, we're, we're just, we're speaking off the cuff here. We're not talking like very technical. I don't expect you to have a concrete answer, but basically yeah. what I'm saying is like when you make a bet that's only a quarter of the guy's stack on the river. I would err towards a bigger size than smaller when I'm trying to generate a fold. Yeah. But that's because I torch chips all the time. So that's, that's <laughs> kind of par for the course for me. So. Damn. Wow. When we, when we put this is. hand in the uh, chat earlier today, uh, shockingly enough, the tortoise himself said, 
I don't think this is a hero call. Yeah. I, would, I would make this call. Curtis was not impressed. Um, yeah. What, what do you think about my analysis? Is it uh, bad? I think, is, it, I, is it good? Yeah, range-wise, I think your analysis yeah, is pretty I, good. I, I didn't, I guess, I, you know, consider an MC, uh, ICM. I didn't really know what part. I just watched the hand, and I right. didn't really know which part of the tournament was. Well, in my um, opinion, ICM just makes this more probable well, of a call. He, he beats all Fedor's bluffs, right? Yeah, I mean, you know, technically Fedor could bluff Jack-9, Jack-8, but he probably doesn't. But he probably doesn't, right? right? Right. Why would he? And why would he do it for that size? Correct. Right, that was that was well, my that's whole si- thing. Well, the, the sizing is just you're <laughs> trying to rep an ace. Uh, so, so to have that size means that's that... That's so funny, Landon. <laughs> the tortoise is suspicious of the V40 with 10 high. Man, you need a, you need a king plus to call there. Yeah. Hey, you'll, you'll, start, you'll start folding that ace six. Listen, man. I don't know. I don't tortoise know. Tortoise is turning a new leaf. He's in the gym. He's winning tournaments. <laughs> <laughs> calling with 10 high. He's coming yeah. out. Calling with, 10 high, coming out the, the <laughs> calling with 10 high in the 30k 6 max because it just uh, doesn't make sense. That's, well, a, that's a new one for me. Tortoise is here to fuck. Blocks Jack 10 too. <laughs> he does. Wow. Um, yeah, I, w- I wonder where uh, bluff jams are supposed to come from when it comes to uh, big blinds range. Because like for some reason I always care about what someone's supposed to have when they're not supposed to have it. Mm-hmm. Um, 10-9 seems like a rather logical one as it's the bottom. And like if he just says deuce three or like deuce four, like a pair, um, that seems like a reasonable enough hand to just call versus jam, like just having shot on value and beating the bluffs. Um, 10 is not the bottom. He's going to have a bunch of like low hearts. Yeah. I just don't know if you want to bluff with the low hearts because you want... You want to be hoping that out of position has the low hearts that just... I don't think they bluff, fold. especially not for that size. Well, nothing's supposed to bet for that size. That's that's fair. So I just mean it's you're never gonna get like a concrete answer. Uh, right, I understand what you're saying. You're basically saying like if he's making mistakes in his betting range. Yeah. Uh, but the thing is, is that like Fader was obviously super sharp. No, he's fucking great. Yeah, he's not hard. He's probably not gonna show up there with a lot of heart combos. And on top of that, um, I think that it's it's just practical to assume that he's playing too aggressively pre. Mm, which yeah. is going to land him there with a lot more nothing on the end. I mean, it just depends on like what someone thinks of a bet because the reason why you're not supposed to bet small and like the reason why the, the small bet doesn't make much sense is because your value range doesn't really want to go small. But if you start thinking that someone's going to fold too much, like let's say Jack High is supposed to mix calls, but you think someone's going to start folding Jack High too much versus small bet, and you know that Jack High is supposed to be indifferent, and you choose a small bet, you're not making a mistake anymore. You're just choosing like the most logical path an option that you think makes sense and you can get countered if someone starts just calling you with the jack highs and the 10 highs but mm. most of the time doesn't happen as much as it would in a theoretical sense and in a practical one yeah so it's like if you think a smaller bet's going to overperform knowing that you shouldn't use one then go for it but you can get countered and that's kind of the it's only me and mr k out yeah. there calling with the 10 high yeah i have to call mr k because like i don't know how to I like Mr. K. Tortoise Ka- and Mr. K. Call. Yeah, I, I still don't got it. Kudinov? I just keep deferring back to Melissa. Kudinov. It's Kudinov. I don't know why that's Kudinov. so hard. Well, I just no, keep... I just forgot what how it is. Kudinov. Matt and Russian names is tough. It, it really is. I know it's going to end in a V, and I know there's going to be a bunch of consonants in between, but I just, I'll start throwing an L in there. It's just a three-syllable word, man. Kudinov. Kudinov. Uh, uh, to be fair, if it were in front of me, I could, I could attempt to, right. to, <laughs> to keep reading it. Yeah. But, you know, I think to, you just ha- you have a like, mental block. Like If I was like, this is an American name, you would say it perfectly, probably. I don't know. 
I mean, you just don't want to. You, know, you don't want to insult anyone, man. You don't want to say it wrong. That's true. You you especially don't want to insult Russians. That's become correct. apparent. Yeah. Yes, that that is correct. You have a fear of them, <laughs> as I should. <laughs> yeah. They're killers on the felt. Uh, that they're in and of itself is enough of a reason to. Good at a lot of stuff. Yeah, they're out there boxing bears. Every time I, every time anybody says anything about like Russians being tough, I imagine that video where uh, one guy's getting slapped in the abs and the bear is by, just <laughs> yeah, and the bear's just like rocking the tree behind him. <laughs> so yeah, we we don't train the same. That's abundantly clear. Hard times clear. create strong men, or whatever the saying is. Okay, so Andre in the chat is saying, uh, Fedor said, my value bets are some traps, Queen X, and bluffs worse than Ace High. Yeah. Uh, he needs to call some of his... Uh, I, I think that that's misranging a bit. I don't see why we're betting Queen X on the river. Like, why would Queen 10 really ever yeah. bet for value here? I don't know that we get called by worse because you your chop. opposition... You get called by like pairs, like a deuce, and then you get called and chop. Yeah. Queen, Queen, King, King, Ace. Well, there's not going to be a ton of 2X in impositions range, right? With ICM, well, being like the suited in, in stuff, play. like you're gonna have like yeah, some... but not in full. Yeah. Um, and then on top of that, it's like he's just gonna have a lot of ace high floats on the turn, which now make a pair. Value range to me, uh, would just be ace x and king x, which right. is why the small bet doesn't really function. Yeah. Right. Those hands are just too valuable, so like you're kind of betting in a polarized manner. Right. Um, I do have a quick solve that I ran during this discussion, real fast. We can bring up um kind of interesting uh it's it's a lot of like what we were already saying uh the river sizing isn't really ever selected it only comes through at like one percent frequency um shout out to our boy over at gto check uh we're using his software real fast um so the actual preferred sizing here is uh 80 pot and we can see that that range is mostly going to be like quads trips uh and then hands like ace x uh for the yeah like the drop spray yeah um ace 10 right and then the the bluffs are mostly coming from the suited nothing that uh is not hearts so it's like because you can see like the heart combos don't even get here through this line mm. uh they don't they don't really take this line which is i think very fair i think fedor's gonna be pretty sharp with that um uh, but we do see like a lot of nine high start checking down uh, as Brian said, all of the jack high, 10 high that gets this far uh, is checking down. The queen X also checking. Um, and then full houses uh, such as queens and king queen are checking for, you know, range protection's sake. Yeah. Uh, all the under pairs, of course, are not value betting. We can see that the ace X that makes it this far, uh, which is actually very minimal because a lot of the ace X is just not betting turn. Right. Right. There's real, really no reason to. Um, it's It's... Just kind of like a good bluff catcher versus a wide range should in position start going for it. So, uh, you know, once we start betting the turn, Fedor's range gets very polar in nature and pairs down a ton. Uh, there just isn't a lot. Like even the 6-4 combos, they're just, it doesn't really exist, right? Like his combos in existence 10% of the time. And that's kind of it. Um, same thing with like the 9-7s, the, the 8-9s. There's more of the 9-7s, but like... You know, you could see at the uh, at the weighted level that these don't exist in full by any stretch. So he lands on the river with a ton of nothing. It's very difficult to start to pull your bluffs whenever you have so much nothing to choose from. Uh, I'm not particularly sure why. It's just pure bluffing 7-4 and 6-3. My easiest guess would be that they're the bottom of the suited range and 
therefore just represent the proper number of combos and you could just like bet them exclusively without having to worry about uh the other offsuit combos that may or may not even get here this way um and when we look at the reaction in theory when facing this uh sizing that's never really selected uh what we're what we're going to see is that even still uh and again this is not ram for icm that that should be clear uh that should be clarified um, but now once we get here, we see that 10-9 does really no calling and some bluffing as Landon kind of indicated, um, which is a little bit curious to me because I, well, I actually know why. It's because the ace-queen and the ace-10 that bet river then just pure fold. Uh, you basically need a straight or better, or sorry, a king or better to uh, call versus a, a jam here. Um, you know, his jamming range is very tight. When you look at the value side of it, it's all king X. Uh, so it's quads, full houses, straights, and trips. And then it looks like he shoves a little bit of Ace-X, but uh, I guess I'm a little bit surprised that that even occurs. Maybe it's just because we chose this improper sizing and no Ace-X really fits into that size. Um, and then, you know, uh, obviously, like, a lot of his nothing just shuts down with the exception of uh, some of his weakest hands are bluffing at, you know, just kind of a fair mix. And these are mostly going to be non-existent so if i wait these out you see that they start disappearing now it's only the heart combos right so basically he's pulling all of his bluffs from his missed hearts um and you know uh is raising a small frequency with like some of the straight blockers like 10 9 uh what i did to kind of analyze this because it's clear that with the icm uh implication fedor probably is more aggressive on the turn and river than uh we would see at equilibrium so what i did was i locked uh the river for him pure bluffing bottom of or sorry half bluffing uh bottom of range so anything that fit into bottom of range like six five six four uh eight six nine seven hands like this i gave him a 50 percent bluffing frequency and locked it and now what we see as a response is that uh ten nine off nearly pure calls uh, with yeah. one exact combo playing a 90% raise frequency and another combo playing 80%. Um, but outside of that, we could see that the vast majority of 10-9 nearly pure calls. It never folds. Um, you know, he just doesn't really do any folding whenever uh, Fedor's over bluffing this, this hard on the turn. Mm -hmm. uh, are you not able to see this, Guapo? It's not popping up in the screen share? Oh. My bad. Let me uh, let me fix that real fast. Um. <clears throat> yeah, it's it's the classic poker thing where if you think somebody's bluffing, you just call. Yeah. <laughs> or raise. Or raise. If you right. think if you think that they're lying, you just lie or you call them. Yeah. So just to just to show this one more time, uh, I basically locked the turn to give him like fifty percent bluffing frequencies with bottom of range, which I think is pretty fair. Uh, you know, he's just going to land there with a lot of like eight high, six high type of hands. Yeah, it's and hard not to go for it. Yeah, he's just not going to want to give up. Uh, you can see that um, even prior to locking, the only bet size selected here is 80%. So when I, when I re-ran it in uh, simple, um, it yeah. eliminated the small size altogether. Right. doesn't even give it the 1% frequency. It strictly chooses 80%. Mm -hmm. And I'm sure if we gave it more sizing options, uh, it may start to you know, land somewhere at 50%, some of the, like, split between, like, 50, 66, 80, whatever. 
but you know, basically a third of the time you're going to be betting 80%. Yeah. Uh, what, what should be abundantly clear is that because of how tight Fedor is opening from the small blind to begin with, because he just has the option to limp, this flop is actually pretty disadvantageous for him. So he does a lot of flop checking, uh, which we can see is happening 73% of the time. He then, in check-check lines, will follow up with uh, checking another 67% of the time on the turn. And then even on river, he's still supposed to check 70%. So like he just has a massively passive strategy as a whole. Um, when he does overbluff this river, as I mentioned, we can see now that like we just don't really do any folding by imposition. You just start calling all pairs. You start calling all showdown value hands, like 10 high, jack high. Uh, and then you start just like pure ripping bottom of range. So you can see like all the five high, six high, seven high type of hands. Uh, they just start going for it. And uh, ironically, like you don't really shove thin for value, right? So you just take advantage of the fact that he's over bluffing right, and, and the amount of fold equity you have. Right. You either win when they're bluffing or you jam when you don't have anything because they're bluffing. Right. But you don't jam more because you win because you still get called by top of range. Correct. So like ace 10 doesn't go up in value. Exactly. It just wins. Yes. <laughs> it just... So it still just plays pure call as right. it would have at equilibrium. But yeah. Uh, yeah, I, th I thought that that was kind of an interesting hand to look at. Obviously, the numbers are going to skew a bit differently if we were able to look at it ICM-wise. Uh, I'm yeah. certainly not sharp enough here. I'm a little surprised to hear that Fedor was planning to go for value with that size of the queen X, because now that does make sense, right? If you want to fit a queen into your betting range, then you have to choose the 40%. Right. <laughs> well, then you now like start having two sizes. If you have like the queen size, and then you have like the protective like ASX size that fits in there sometimes, you can like that call you can't always just bet call a queen as like top of your overall range. Right. And then you're going to also want to target the jack high, 10 high hands from big blind. But now you have to assume or like play the game. You don't have to, but if you're like, do you think you're going to get called by jack high, 10 high? Makes more sense to you know, go for the B25 size or the B40 size if you expect that stuff to happen. Yeah. Whereas in theory, like from a, just a pure theoretical stance, you probably don't have the B40 because you're wrapping ASEX plus. It's just also lower EV. Yeah. Right? Like you're just sacrificing some EV. Now you could make the argument that he's regaining that through ICM, but it's probably the opposite effect. Right? Like the actual ICM EV of betting Queen X probably goes down because... You could get jammed on. Yeah, you could get jammed on and also the calling range should just naturally be tighter. Right, and you call a chop a lot. Right. Um, but I guess, again, like it, it does matter, right? Because... Uh, in in theory land, um, the imposition player is not gonna have these pocket pairs. At no, they just jam pre. Yeah, so like they're gonna be jamming a lot, a lot more frequently. Uh, with no ICM implications, but with ICM, I imagine that they probably play a little bit more of a mix. Uh, the lower pairs definitely want to jam less, I would think. Yeah. Um, versus a raise, like versus a limp, it would be a little bit different. Yes, of course. Well, um, even at 22, though, I don't know. Well, you just gain yeah. a lot because you unblock the limp folds. Like deuces right, unblock right, the limp right, folds, right. which is nice. Yeah. You just want to win pre. Yeah. And if you get called, you're not doing too bad most of the time. Um, but versus a raise, it's like more likely you end up getting called, which isn't as good for you, but... Poker's hard, man, and like every situation is different. So yeah, to be fair, to I, I don't stuff. think that this is a criticism of Fedor. Yeah, I, of course. I think the spot is like super interesting to dissect. Yeah, like people like blind versus blind is the toughest 
toughest formation in poker for sure. Like you just have to play a lot of hands that you wouldn't normally play. You have to limp a lot of hands and then limp call hands yeah. you wouldn't want to normally play. And I like, also think it's like a fascinating thing to point out that uh, even when he chooses a basically zero uh, frequency size, yeah. 10 high still just folds almost pure uh, versus that size with no ICM implications, which means that it probably does actually fold pure with ICM implications. Right. But the second we change or lock for him to overbluff the turn by a pretty significant amount, yeah, everything fold. just completely alters. Right. And I think that's really all we're trying to make heads or tails of here is that uh, Kudinov is... You see that? Nice. Uh-huh. Little little callback there. Like a, like a Band-Aid, you swept it off. I visualized know? it. Yeah. I actually saw the entire name written out in my head. Got to see it. Uh-huh. Uh, but I, I think like, you know, through his decision matrix, if you will, uh, at some point he's just acknowledging that the only impact that ICM is playing here is the fact that Fedor is going to be wider than he should be. Right. And that in and of itself will allow him to make a, a very heroic play. Right. Which in some cases being wide, like wider than you should be is incentivized because mm -hmm. of how chip preservation works in an ICM stance right. where like your chips are now worth keeping like chips saved as chips earned yep. in an ICM spot versus just trying to win and play for chips. Um, so it kind of just comes down to like basic, do I think this guy's bluffing enough? And clearly he thought he was for 40% pot because do you think he doesn't have to be right. He has to be right a certain percent of the do time. Do you think he was kind of trained into the spot from being absolutely having his face melted off yesterday by, by Antonius? Um, <laughs> If, if, no, he probably doesn't think about right, like, like, kind who's, of got the best, who's got the better hero call. No, him. no, no, nothing like that. But more so like, you know, three-handed, he's in a spot where he's incentivized to be wider than he should be. Oh, yeah. And yeah. he kind of takes a, a, a passive approach on the flop and then goes for it, turn and river. Mm -hmm. And, you know, gets his face absolutely obliterated by, by uh, the jacked up. Antonius. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, maybe at that point, like he thinks to himself like, okay, uh, well, hey, man. I like maybe Fedor's thinking the same thing I was thinking yesterday. Yeah, I mean, yeah. It's nice when you get to play both sides of the coin, right? Yeah, like, I mean, you, you lose a massive ICM pot yesterday. That wasn't the same guy, was it? I think so. No, it wasn't. Oh, oh it wasn't? Different, different, different guy, different guy, different guy. Different oh. Guy. <laughs> uh, I, to be fair, I was just going off of a tweet that I read by Triton. Uh, I, I probably just misread. It's probably just like a, a battle of who called better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who made a better hero call. Yeah. Right? And they're both just like pretty... I think I just misread the, the way yeah, that yeah. the tweet was worded, but yeah, I thought yeah. that it was saying that it was the same person. No, too, not the same guy. And these small fields, like, very reasonable for that to be the case. Because yeah. I didn't play the 10K6 max with the guy that tried to bluff uh, oh, right away. Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> Call back. There. Sick brag playing the 10K6 max. Yeah, I cashed it too. That was the same day that the Wow. Oh. Wow. And then he ran for his life. And then I ran away. <laughs> I ran so fucking fast, man. You were traumatized by that. I still am. Traumatized by a lot of things. Hmm. Never the ends. world is a scary place. <laughs> yeah. Some of us learn it earlier than others. Yeah, well, you know, everyone gets dropped on their head at some point. That's it's right. just a matter of what age. It's, and then when you do it younger, you're more prepared when it happens later. Yeah, you're more like... Uh, you're calloused. Yeah. You're more like a soft-boiled egg instead of a, 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 a fresh one. Egg, yeah. yeah, yeah. You know, you can handle it a little <laughs> bit. This is your brain. This is your brain on drugs. Mm. I was thinking about this yesterday. I, I don't know why this is important, but I am going to bring it up because I was just thinking about it. Uh, <laughs> okay. I Go off. I've never tried a hard-boiled egg. Are you serious? What? Yeah. 
It that's not shocking because not they're because really convenient and eggy, which that's, are two things that you like. <laughs> that's exactly mm -hmm. why I was thinking about it. It's some good yeah. meal prep for you, actually. I'm actually so bad at making hard-boiled eggs, and I'm really bad at making rice. You're like, all these simple these things. things I'm so bad up. at making the I things saw, that no one fucks up. Look, the yeah, things that everyone so else easy. fucks up, look, I here, can make. Here you go. You're bad at boiling water, is what you say. I'm bad at boiling <laughs> stuff, yeah. <laughs> I, can't, you, I just can't get it right. You would never make it on alone. Why? You boil a lot of stuff? Uh, that's, uh, well, you have to boil your water every day. I can boil water, but it, it just, <laughs> yeah, I, I don't, for some reason, the most simple food items, I cannot cook. But I the think you most, can. I, the most complicated ones, I'm, I feel confident that mm. I can do. It's, the, it's there's somebody mental. in this room that has burned water. Burned water? Just sit on that for a second. What? Yeah. Burned the water. I don't think you can burn not, water. Well, he's obviously talking about you. No, no, he's not. I'm not. Because I've never burned water. I don't no, even I'm think talking it's about possible. you, motherfucker. Oh, whoa! Damn, water. that escalated quickly. Because <laughs> he's trying to be like, I've never burned no water. Like, what, what's burning water? Yeah, whenever please. you put water on the stove and then walk away for three hours. No, it just evaporates. Yeah. I understand what the process is, no, but the pan water. itself does not evaporate. The pan itself charcoals. Like a motherfucker. He knows, because <laughs> he's done it. I've done it multiple times with different things. Yes. Not just water, um, with oil. <laughs> what? Oil? So a little anyway, more dangerous with oil. So, so what I'm landing on here is that I have no aversion to hard-boiled eggs. They're super convenient. Yeah. Maybe you should give it a go. I, I think I'm gonna. Yeah. I think I'm yeah, gonna try. I mm -hmm. think that that is something that you would really enjoy. Yeah, I They're think good, so too. man. Hard-boiled like, eggs with salt. Before yeah. school, yes, I, used exactly. to just, I used to just like eat two in like 30 seconds. You know why I think I never got into them is because my granddad made pickled eggs as a kid. Mm, different. I understand. Mm -hmm. But they start with hard-boiled eggs. Of course, yes. And they struck me as so disgusting. Mm -hmm. Did you try one and you just no, didn't like it? No, God, no. I, I couldn't stand to even be around the smell. It was so... Ugh. I'm guessing you don't like... eggs do stink. I'm, I'm guessing you don't like um, hot sauce. No. You're not a hot sauce guy. Yeah, see... Little little salt, little hot sauce on the uh, hard boiled oh, egg. So bro, good. This is way too many flavor profiles. Way too much. I know, I know. Okay, but, but salt. Uh, I know you're a salt guy. Yeah. So salt, uh, butter, salt. What else? Little you salt, need? even a little well, pepper. You don't put butter maybe on a hard boiled egg. No, That's weird. You don't need to. Uh, maybe a little be, butter. Mm, what do you just salt it and uh, pop it in your mouth. Yeah, maybe a little butter. Just put it in your mouth. Where? Well, on the outside. On the outside. Uh, I don't no, know. No, you just eat the butter separately. You just go egg butter. He uses a syringe to inject it into the See, yolk. The, what would get mm. Berkey is, is a syringe, it is a little yeah. it is a little tedious uh, taking the shell off, and I think that's where you would get annoyed. You'd yeah. Like, I have seen some hacks on how to prepare them in such a way that's that. That's the thing. When I make them, the shell's always stuck. Mm -hmm. They're either too hard or too we, soft. Also, the other thing is you can just eat the shell. Okay. I mean. You don't want to necessarily, that just sounds but awful. well, maybe it's nutritious. All right, well, I'll have to Google it. Do that and let <laughs> me know right. how it is. I'm just over here chewing eat on the hard-boiled egg with the shell. <laughs> it seems like you're gonna cut your esophagus. Like I'm just like people that like eat glue, man. I'm like snacking on bolts. Like yeah, no, nutritious and delicious. <laughs> I get your iron. <laughs> iron. I don't know why you would even suggest that. Uh, I'm never gonna eat the shell. I've fed, I've fed the dogs hard-boiled eggs before and just give the it to the shell. You're on. supposed to give them shells, yeah. Why? Oh, really? Why? Good calcium. Okay, there we go. I'm not gonna eat it though. Well, you could. You're gonna get that osteoporosis. <laughs> Fine. <laughs> How about you just fucking bow-legged over you there? Can put the eggshells in a blender. And I'm then, not like, bow-legged. I'm the opposite because my feet are flat. Well, what does that have to do with being bow-legged? My, my 
feet, my legs cave inwards because of my flat feet. Really? Yeah. That's You're a concave, not convex. Yeah. That, that, that's because of the feet and not because of something else? <laughs> yeah. It's Do you walk like a feet. duck? No, it's not that. I never really noticed it, mm -hmm. but my brother told me I'm literally deformed. Oh, well. Classic. <laughs> this is classic Paul speak. Yeah. Very unlucky. Paul's great. Yeah, Paul is. We should get Paul on the podcast one day. Yeah, yeah, no. I'm he has sure. a lot of Tinder stories. I'm sure he does. Sure he does. <laughs> I, I would love to have Paul, and it would take the cancellation off of me for a week. Yeah. I mean, it would for <laughs> They'd sure. realize that you're a goddamn saint. Yeah, that's right. We'd have to probably not do that one live. Yeah. <laughs> Paul should be on the. He's in Vegas, right? Yeah. Paul, wow. Paul should be on the reality show. Oh, yeah. He, he can He's fit getting dragged right in. in. He has no choice. Yeah, he can fit in with the Jersey Shore crew. Does he watch this? He like claims to not like watch mm. everything I do, but like, then he'll like, text, about text it. me and he'll be like, "Oh, like when you stream, you should do this," and mm -hmm. I'm like, "Oh, so you were watching me?" <laughs> I think he's like a low key fan, but he doesn't want me to know. Yeah, yeah, he's probably in the chat or something. Yeah, yeah. maybe he's the guy that makes all these. <laughs> he does. Uh, no, he no, does make like aliases. He does that. Like he he goes on all. Like he has a lot of alt accounts and stuff. Did, <laughs> did you see the Did you see the link that Landon posted? I think it was Landon posted the chat yesterday of. Uh, a guy booking all of the no, chin. Oh yeah, it was chin. That's right. Toxic uh, of a guy booking all of the salon appointments. It is ex girlfriend yeah, salon. Yeah, and then he goes, Melissa, thoughts. Well, I think that's I'm something like, Paul would do. I'm like, why would I have thoughts on that? No, Paul is he is petty, but he's not petty like that. That's mm. Max petty. He's like really good at uh, stone stonewalling. Like mm. if someone's going crazy at him, he'll just they're trying to get a reaction out of him. He'll just not give him anything. He's good at that. Stone, that's, that's Stonewall good. Paul. Yeah. <laughs> All I thought of Paul Wall. Yeah. But then, like, when I lived with him, I didn't fill the Brita, and he just threw it across the room. <laughs> no one ever fills a fucking Brita. <laughs> I, do, I do that with the Tahoe like Springs. Reaction. Uh, I do that that's with the Tahoe bullshit. Springs, especially if it's early in the morning, like 8 a.m., and the water's just out. I just take the thing and knock it right off the cooler. <laughs> That's how I feel with the trash. Almost man. always Landon's fault. Um, no. Yeah, you like to hydrate, man. I get it. I get it. I drink water, man. Yeah, drink water. Drink a lot of water. All right, we are going to be back. With, <laughs> I do drink water, yes. With the uh, late night show tomorrow. Jeez, I think man. we're going to go live oh, at shit. 8 p.m. Tomorrow? Tomorrow. Connie won't be here. He will be at his meetup game, getting it popping. Mm -hmm. No, I think I'll be here. Okay, never mind. Meetup game's off. We'll find yeah. out. I'll tell you tomorrow. Okay, we'll see if there's a CSA or not. Yeah, like, the the CSA will be whether or not Conrad is actually in that chair. <laughs> That's true. Uh, so take that for what it's worth. We'll be back tomorrow around 8 p.m. Thank you guys as always for tuning in. Please like, subscribe, leave a comment below. Let us know if you enjoyed that hand breakdown, if you want to see some more stuff like that in the future. Uh, let us know if you think that we have a future in uh, becoming... Reality TV. Yeah, becoming the real housewives of Las Vegas. I have a vision, and, and Lamana does too, and you guys will see, and then you'll be thanking me. Melissa, thank you so much for making me so rich. Hey, I'll tell you what. I would love it if you two would just get together and uh, impart this vision on the fucking podcast. Like, we have cameras, we have mics. Well, our vision is not a podcast, it's a reality show. I understand, show. but we can, we can shape this into whatever you want. You got 90 minutes okay, a day. Okay, well, we'll start the sponsorship 
outreach. Okay. And then we can get them on our good side, and then we'll get them to fund our reality show. Oh, yeah. That reminds me. I got to talk to Tom today. Uh, have him hit up Ghost. I, I'm getting this fucking sponsorship, guys. Please. I'm getting it done. I got uh, to. I, I consume too much Bernie's Ghost. So, so, so short just to fucking get us to Ghost. Bro, okay, I just... <laughs> all of us, everybody find a sponsor and email them today. Okay, done. Okay. All right. We'll be back tomorrow. Thank you guys so much. We'll see you then. Peace. Bye. I'm going to hit up the escorts.